Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Hello and welcome to this Raspberry Tea Chat Pod. Oh, Pod Chat, even. Okay. Um, oh, I thought we'd created a new one then. It's like, oh, exciting. I know. Now, obviously, the current scenario is is getting me more than normal. Um. So today we wanted to talk about personal relationships with money and this is a this is a sort of a taboo subject because for a lot of people because i think if people don't necessarily think about their personal relationship with money they've either got money or they haven't they're either skint and always struggling or they're okay for money but actually when you start looking into it it's quite an interesting subject and I've been looking into it because my relationship with money has changed over the years and I wanted to know a bit more. So I grew up with a family where we'd got money. We had not vast amounts by any means, but I had four holidays a year, every year. Um, as far as I'm aware, there were no money struggles. I'm not saying we had, you know, vast vast amounts but the way my mum and dad worked it was they both got high paying professional jobs my mum's money was put straight into the mortgage every month her whole salary went into the mortgage to pay it off quickly and they lived on my dad's salary um and that's the way they did it um so i then left home and expected to have money because money had never been an issue and it wasn't until i hit pretty bad point a, a good few years ago now where um my daughter was struggling with secondary mother the north secondary school and it brought out a, an autism syndrome that she's got that we weren't it was obvious when you look back but as a small child you could manage it and as a teenage child she was in control of it not me so it became a very different scenario I was told that I'd got ovarian cancer, which gives you five years to live, which thankfully wasn't right. It was something else that just gave out the same symptoms and test results. Um, and so I wasn't working because Laura wasn't going to school. I was self-employed. I couldn't work. I'd also got all this mental thing about the cancer going on in my head. And money dropped me. And that changed my relationship with it. So I've done a bit of reading into this, so I'm not going to say too much more at this minute, but where do you two think you are with your relationship with money? Joe? <laughs> Claire? <laughs> I was just asking because we've got to be mindful of uh, um, etiquette. Yeah, I'm not asking. I'm not asking how much you've got. I'm not asking whether you're struggling or not because that's nobody's business. I'm not asking if you've got million pounds in the bank because again that's nobody's business mm -hmm. what i'm saying is how do you view money do you view it in an expectant positive light do you view it in a negative way you know were you told as kids money's the root of all evil money doesn't grow on trees because that tends to give people a negative view of money that there's never going to be enough a scarcity thing just you know just generally i'm not asking for any personal yeah, details I think, I think yeah i i did have the uh money doesn't go on trees um and that you you work for everything that you've got um and you earn everything 
everything that you get and that sort of thing. So I think I've been brought up with a, a work ethic that money's a reward for work kind of thing. I think probably on even to the last couple of years, my outlook for money is that it's been scarce or hard to come by rather than yes, work for money, but hard work for money, I think is where I was. Yeah. Yeah. I think now I've made some sort of shift. And again, it, I think it boils down to the work that I've done on the law of attraction and that sort of thing. I'm not saying I'm a finished article by any stroke of the imagination, but I don't feel like I panic about money now, whereas I have done in the past. So I think that's a, a progression for me that I'm shifting more to a, a neutral position with the aim to get to a positive position. I think so fair. Yeah. 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 So for me, again, I've gone through a huge shift. So as children, um, my parents separated when I was 11. Um, we never knew of any financial difficulties when we were younger. My dad had um, typical corporate role and mum was corporate wife. We were corporate children. Um, when they separated, mum did a fantastic job at shielding any money problems from me, um, from my brother as well. She let us have, we, we used to share the family allowance um so you know we'd go and collect it from the post office with the little post office book and then we used to share the family allowance we've both worked and worked and worked um i started off washing pots in a pub when i was 13 and 14 um didn't earn any money from it earned a chinese on a saturday night but i've always had that feeling of earning something for what i've done work-wise christopher has always worked blooming hard as well um i worked through university um, I was working in Butlins at Bognor and in various care homes, rest homes, nursing homes in Bognor, all the way through my degree. Um, and I have never been a shirker in that sense, but I, I've had issues with money in the past, more so because of the personality that I have, I think. Um, I've got a very addictive personality. And what I tend to do is I don't just get one of something that I buy. I tend to get two. So I would have jeans in two different colours. I would have the same top in two different colours. Um, I would have a pair of shoes in two different colours. You know, I, I don't normally just get the one. Um, and I've done a lot of personal development, self-development over the last few years on this. And I've noticed... And it's funny that this has come up as a topic because it's literally in the last few weeks that I've noticed I've not been looking at my bank statements anywhere near as often as I used to. And when I do look, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And I don't panic about where the money is coming from. I'm in a fortunate position in a funny way that I was made redundant last year. I haven't used my redundancy money. I've been able to build my business. I've worked with yourself, Claire. Um, and I am now in a position where I look at money in a positive way and it is there. It's not there massively in abundance compared to how it used to be. It is. Um, and I just see it in a completely different way now. I don't worry about it anymore at all. Even in the current circumstances of the lockdown and everything changing, you know, around us. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an issue to me anymore. I, I don't worry about it. 
so I mentioned in the last podcast, I think it was, that I've been listening to the teachings of Abraham, which is the, the person that the law of, uh, law of attraction and secret was, the, well, the secret was based on his teachings. The law of attraction obviously wasn't. Um, and it's quite interesting what they say about money. Um, because, you know, in every law of attraction book you read, film you watch, whatever, there's always a section on money. Um, and it asks you to do things like write yourself a cheque for the amount you want and look at it every day, or, or repeat mantras to yourself. And actually, what they say is, is quite interesting, because some of the things that come out in The Secret, like... Um, I think she says in the secret, put a certain amount of money in your purse and go around the shops and imagine yourself, see how many times you could spend that amount of money in a day and how good it would feel to spend that amount of money in a day. And obviously we can't do that now because we're all sat at home, we can look online. But they actually tell you to do that. Um, but it's quite interesting because what they're saying is that you should if you if you work in a place of reality which i know is mine and claire's issue in lots of areas of life we you know personally i couldn't be an actor for a million dollars i've said this before because i can't even role play i am me and that's it you know and my reality is my reality and i find it difficult then to pretend that my reality is different Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of the law of attraction is telling you to do, of course, isn't it? All the books, you know, that's why I can't look at a check and go, oh, I've got a million dollars. Because I then go, no, I bloody well haven't. Um, but it's quite interesting because, again, it, we talked about it a little bit with the pivot shift. What they're saying is if you recognise you're feeling something to do with money or anything and you've it's a negative thought, go, okay, so that's how I'm thinking or feeling now how do I want to think or feel? Mm. And that actually does really shift your energy. Mm. You know, and whilst we're all very, very busy at this moment in lockdown, I've certainly noticed the difference in my cash flow. People, you know, my my biggest client, which is actually a university, owe me a vast amount of money at the moment mm. because they're not working. They they stopped being in the offices before Boris's announcement. Mm. Invoices aren't being paid. Mm. You know, and, and so I was I I found myself last week thinking about where's this money. Actually, then flipping that and going, how do I want to think about this? And being able to think how grateful I was for that contract and. Yeah. The, the money that they do pay me and knowing it will come in it's, it's just delayed massive shift and and i think particularly in times like we're in now because if i don't know when you'll be listening to this i think it could be may 2020 if you're listening to it when it's published actually today recording day we're on the 20th of april in week end of week four yeah end of week four of lockdown and a lot of people are struggling with money at this moment and I think people's personal relationship with money is really important. I've actually found during this lockdown period, and, and it's possibly why I've not been looking at the, the bank account quite so often, I'm not spending 
anywhere near as much as I was. And it's actually made me realize the greed element and the gluttony that there is in this world is unbelievable. I mean, it, you know, it can be daft things like I mention Costa all the time because I love my Costa coffees. Um, and I will go home from Claire's house having already picked up a coffee for Claire and Laura and possibly Claire on the way through. And then I'll probably get another one on the way back just because I love it. But monetary wise, I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm. It's, you know, the fact that I've, I've, it is a massive shift that I've had. So I've literally gone from credit card bills, um, you know, sort of literally robbing one to pay the other kind of thing. And, and I've gone from, I've never, ever missed any payments on anything ever. Um, but I've been at a point where I could have been in that mm. position. Um, and, and, you know, I've been there. I've never been homeless. I've never been carless. You know, I've been very lucky. I've made sure that I've always been able to pay everything that I've needed to. Um, but yeah, the, the shift just recently, it, it, you know, in, I've realised what I don't need. Yeah. And actually, that's that's a huge, huge thing. I've got so much in the house that I don't need. And I'm actually putting it to the Salvation Army because there are people who do need the things. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm saving quite a lot of money at the minute. Yeah, I'm fortunate again that I'm on my own. I don't have to, you know, think of any dependents in, in the world that we're in at the minute. Um, but, but, can I add a big but in there? Because I have a big but. You can add one, it if you wish. Hey, we've all got fairly substantial buts. Um, but, so one of my copywriting mentors, who is actually... A, a very young guy, he's 30 this year, um, but he's earning a substantial amount of money. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of pounds a year for mm -hmm. copywriting. He calls himself, I hope he never listens to this, but he calls himself the copy shop copywriter. That's his Instagram name and etc. And he he chooses not to work at home, he chooses to work in coffee shops. And he always, he always very openly talks about money and he always says he spends nearly £6,000 a year on coffees in coffee shops. Okay? Mm. But that's okay with him because he's not a big spender on label clothes. Yeah. He has a very, very nice car and that's his other extravagance. Mm-hmm. You know, him and his girlfriend have never really spent too much money on on doing the houses up that they've lived in because they've never seen them as a long term house. Mm -hmm. Whereas they just employed somebody to design and create their interior because they actually see themselves staying in the current house for a number of years, not mm -hmm. quite long, but a number of years. Now, he's in a very fortunate position, don't get me wrong. He is earning a lot of money for a 29-year-old. And he could afford whatever he wanted. His view on it is, you know, I, I shop at the Aldi's and the Lidl's of this world because they've got just as good quality food yeah. going to where yeah. um, I spend that money on office, work, and my car. And they're my two luxuries. Mm. So I don't think necessarily 
we have to quite look at it as you were describing it if the money's there yeah. if you're earning the money i think it's a case of choosing where you want to have the little luxuries and spend that bit more yeah to me like i can imagine you with you claire it's, it's sort of techie stuff isn't it and gadgets <laughs> <laughs> yes and I, I did you know that i'd recently cracked the screen on my ipad no yes i cracked the screen on my ipad and having looked at the costs for it to be repaired or the difficulty i would have in getting it repaired in the current lockdown on saturday i've ordered a new ipad true yes like mine it's amazing so yes it's around 700 pounds more than the repair of the screen would be but yeah yeah you're absolutely right on on gadgets or i think it's changed actually it used to be things like trainers or sporty things i think i usually spend money on where my interests lay like mm. bikes i've got two top yeah. bikes when did i last ride a bike nearly two years ago um but i use I use tech as a hobby, a part of my leisure time, if you like. AirPods Pro, bought at Christmas. I didn't need any because I've Whereas got... I've just ordered a pair of it, that I've got. <laughs> yeah, so yes, I, yes, yeah, I've I'm just spent $13.99 a few minutes ago. <laughs> I use it for work as well, but yeah, I, I would still have Apple products even if I didn't need it for work because I, that's where I like to spend my money. And, and I think that's no, thing, actually where where I spend my money now. <laughs> where the hell does it go? Um, yeah, because I'm not a techie person. I don't buy labelled clothes. I don't spend an awful lot on me. Hmm. Where does it go? You're in a you're in a, a transition period in life anyway because you've just you know you've not been out of your corporate job a year. Mm. You're, you're building a new business. You're about yeah. to move house. Yeah. So you've not settled into a routine of this is my normal yet, have you? No, that's true. Um, and actually everything that I have, bar the mortgage, I own. Yeah. So, you know, think about it. Yeah, okay, so I've got a blooming huge telly because that's a luxury. I've got a lovely car. And it's all relative, isn't it? You know, I've yeah. never been a big spender, so it's relative to what I'm used to having. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm a very lucky four-bedroom, three-storey house owner. Yes, yeah. there's a mortgage on it, but actually nothing else that is in this house. I've got nothing on finance anymore. Everything is paid off. So I'm not in a position to complain. And money is actually my friend now. Mm. My bank and statement used to be my absolute enemy, but money is now my friend. That's it, isn't it? We, we, have to, we have to look at it a positive light mm. important the importance for people to think about is it doesn't matter if you are in a negative position with money right yeah. now yeah the only way it's going to change is to look at it in a positive light mm. because whatever you, it's it's like with anything isn't it and we've talked about this before in lots of different pop charts if you're feeling negative about something you're attracted more of it negative yeah on that negative level yes and and i i do think money is the most difficult thing for somebody to flip mindset about yeah other than possibly 
if you've got a serious illness yeah health 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 probably but i think money is you know it affects everybody Mm. how you flip to that positive you've got to work on and you've got to do whatever's right for you yeah you know for some people like i said to me having fake check that says i've earned a million pounds it wouldn't work but yet there are some very famous rich authors out there in this field that that's exactly what they've done i can't I remember mean, what the guy I wrote, did it for um, a thousand didn't i do you remember i did it for yes, a thousand yeah. pounds you did, and it actually worked zero, yeah oh yeah. my god i was not expecting yeah. i haven't made the shift yet to a larger amount but I did do that experiment and sure enough, I got two separate payments in. One was for 800 and something and one was yeah. for, it was just slightly over the thousand pound yeah. mark, wasn't it? And yeah. I thought, what a random thing. In fact, it, it was either a thousand or 1200 and it was just slightly over yeah. whatever the amount was. And, yeah. and it, you know, I'd never done it before, but you couldn't quite believe it, could you? I was like, oh my God, it actually worked. And my mum is a real strong believer in it. She's absolutely, you know, she could, with what she's been through just lately, she could sort of really turn on a downward spiral, but she's so grateful for everything. She shows her gratitude, you know, she talks through it. She's she's read the books that we've discussed and we've talked about. Um, and, you know, we've got nothing to complain about in life. We're fortunate in that sense, but you can't fix everything with positive thinking, but there are many things that you can. And, you know, all of us, we, we are all of that same belief, yeah. aren't we? Yeah thing is you can't do any harm by being positive can no. you no that's the issue only good can come from it because you feel even if nothing immediately changes and that's the other thing isn't it you yeah. know we can't suddenly say i want 10 grand in my bank account and expect it to be there by the end of the day mm. that's not going to happen unless exceptional circumstances but that changing your belief to can afford anything i want and not just saying it but you've got to feel it yeah. the vibration level in your energy's got to change if you can you know do an exercise like say okay i've got 150 pounds how many different things can i buy for 150 pounds and go online shopping in your head you know in your head not buy. really actually click buy but spend it in your head as many times and go what that or a thousand pounds or ten thousand whatever figure it is yeah whatever figure it is (laughs) do you know what i mean and it's whatever works for you i can quite easily do the the flip the pivot thing where i go okay i'm feeling like this i don't want to how do i want to feel and that will change my energy immediately Mm. As you both know, I only ever allow myself a certain, a defined period of time to feel crap anyway. Yep. So, you know, I might give myself 10 minutes, I might give myself an hour, I might give myself a day, but it's never longer than a day. Um, Claire's very, very think, special in that sense. Claire is very, very special. Well, she's very special anyway, but she's very clever in that sense as well. I think people's relationship with money is something that needs highlighting and people actually need to start thinking about it because there is enough money in the world to go around. There is. It's like, like you say about going shopping. I don't know. Did you ever used to do it when you were younger and you'd got a catalogue and you'd go through and you'd pick something off every page? 
and and it's that it, the money wasn't an issue money never yeah. came into it you were just looking at pictures and saying oh yeah, yeah on that page i'd have that one mm, not yeah. that one if i had to but it's maybe an exercise like that of if money yeah. wasn't the issue take yeah. it out of the equation what yeah. would you want what would you really want yeah, yeah. or yeah. what area is it you know if you've not got a lot of money at the moment and you'd like new clothes look at clothes imagine yourself wearing them you know feel good wearing those clothes even though you're not you don't own them yet or whether it's tech or what you know whether it's personal skincare or whatever it might be it's that exercise of feeling this excitement of owning them isn't it the change is it if you want the uh, catalogue <laughs> any particular Sorry. I, I did i did really i i see all i see all your videos and i see all your posts because i'm in in your um refresh yourself group yeah um and i i actually read a couple of times and and said today have you seen this with your i'm going to call it drops of jupiter because when i read what it was called <laughs> that train song came into yeah my mind. yeah because we'd actually been talking about, oh, look, my skin on my feet's really dry. Crap's up. Oh, yes. But yeah. then I saw that post that you put on, I was like, ooh. And then actually the oh, one yeah. that you put on with the, uh, it was the baby skin with the hemp one. Yeah. I was like. Hemp face protector, yeah. Ooh, they're, like, usually I'm not bothered in there. I can, if I mm. want something, I go, yeah, I like body show, I like white musk. In fact, I've got that perfume on today. But um i just thought those two products really interested me yes um so mm. yeah it, it's it's a wonderful thing even i sit and look through the catalogue and and i get chance to test all these products out but i will still sit and look through the catalogue and it is psychologically you just mm. make yourself feel so much better and you know it is a whole belief thing isn't it and and claire is very good at engaging that within all of us um and i've certainly noticed a big difference whilst we've been doing these pod chats even and getting together as we do um how you can turn to the positive it's like and group therapy it is group therapy <laughs> it's group therapy we love it don't we we do and i hope that it works for our listeners and our watchers as well because, because you know it's something that we all do strongly believe in we get very emotional about yeah. very emotive but i also think it's worth worth people thinking about you know there are people who work very very hard and earn great amounts of money brilliant yeah. there's also those people who take photos of themselves for a living and earn vast amounts of money <laughs> on our fans or only fans or whatever it is i've no idea or or instagram there are you know I hope nobody takes offence to this because they're, they're a bit different now. But, you know, when we were sort of in our 20s and stuff, the wags were just wannabes. Yeah. Were absolute wannabes. They didn't want to work for the money or do any yeah. good with their status. They expected, they, they demanded of life that they met and married somebody rich and that they'd have that lifestyle. They didn't work for it. No. And, it's not it doesn't depend on who you are or what you work as it depends on what your attitude to money is and Absolutely. what energy level you flow towards money yeah 
Absolutely. And I think that's a really important point because a lot of people will go, well, I can't work because of my health or whatever it might be. That doesn't matter. That mm -hmm. doesn't matter. It's not about what you work as. It's about your attitude and your energy flow. Absolutely. And flicking that switch. Yes. I agree. So uh, is it time for a brew? <laughs> Oh, we, have we covered covered yeah, this? Yeah, I've got two mouthfuls left. I need a new one. <laughs> I need a new one. So, okay. thank you very much, and we shall join you on the next podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.